Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Core Compass Podcast. I'm Jeremy, and filling in for me, uh, actually not for me, but for Walker, is Tony. And instead of Tony doing small talk like Walker and I usually do, I'm just going to go right into you and uh, tell us what you do here at Core Group. Tell the world I know what you do, but tell them. Well, it's great to be here on uh, the Core Group Compass podcast. I'm Tony Bowler, and I run the marketing uh, group over here at Core Group Resources. Absolutely. Doing a fantastic job. Thank you. You're over this. You, we was talking about it earlier with our, with our uh, special guest about how this thing is a baby. Yeah, and right. it's been birth, and uh, we've got stages, ugly stages going through with nurturing it, feeding it. Funny-shaped heads. Yeah, all, all that. that stuff. All that stuff. Good Eyes stuff. popping out. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Well, as you know, in this podcast, we cover everything, core group resources, and we talk about how we connect people to destiny. Now, back to what we're going to do. we got a very, very special guest that's near and dear to our hearts, to core group heart, to Matt Furman's heart. Uh, y'all give it up for our special guest, Jamie Hampton. <laughs> Jamie Hampton, Executive Director of Hope Legacy. You're in the building. I'm here, man. You're glad in to the be building, here. man. Thanks for having me. Uh, yes, absolutely. Thank you for being here. Uh, we um, we couldn't we couldn't let this moment go. You know, Walker's not here. He's off doing his Walker things, and uh, we we had to keep this penciled in. We didn't want this date to go away from you. So, oh, well, I'm I'm blessed. I feel really appreciative to be here, and just excited to right. talk about so much about me, or just really what God's done in me, and what God does through Hope Legacy. That's right. Excited. That's so. right. Uh, actually, and uh, uh, we was talking on the way here. And I was telling Alex, Alex then, he was like, oh, it's Jamie's here. <laughs> he's like, man, that guy is just, he's just this aura of peace. I said, you know what? He just ha he just lights up every room. Like, you just, you just been that since I've experienced you. He's like a, a light in a dark world, man. It's, man you got a, you know, you got a spirit of humility and peace about you. Alex was like, yeah, he does. I was <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to get a chance to see that. So yeah. uh, I'll, I'll just, like we do every guest here, uh, tell us a little bit about you personally, mm -hmm. um, your family, and then we'll get into a lot of uh, what you do. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my name is Jamie Hampton. I'm executive director of Hope Legacy Collective. It's a small private foundation here in Houston. And uh, my f background is I'm originally from Alabama, grew up in a really... Roll really, Tide. Hey, my brother, <laughs> my brother was a coach there. He was yeah. the strength conditioning coach under Staben. Um, wow. But yeah, I can't speak highly enough of where I grew up. I loved it. Very small community. It helped form me. It helped form the person I am. <clears throat> um, I mean, we went through some challenges when I was younger. My dad really struggled with some addiction stuff mm -hmm. and parents divorced when I was 12. Um, but God was really faithful to give me some really good men in my life. And one of those being my high school football coach mm -hmm. and pointed me on the right path and told me to keep working. That's and if right. I could, I'd become a division one athlete. I played quarterback in football and lo and behold, his prophecy was true. Wow. And uh, I That's got to great. go play at Troy University Went there, uh, had an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. Actually, came became a Christian my freshman year of college. That really, you know, changed my whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, the aura of peace you're talking about really yeah. is just not me, but Christ in me. That's right. Amen. And uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that changed my life. Went into, uh, got married. I met my wife fifth year of college. Mm -hmm. We've been married now for ten and a half years. Praise so, God. Yeah. <laughs> so we've made it to the ten year barrier. Ten year barrier is in this generation is like twenty years. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> 
but she's such a blessing. Her name's Megan, uh, amazing that's woman. Awesome. Uh, I have a son that's six and a daughter that's almost four, and I couldn't be more happy. That's you awesome. Know. What, I, that's what I always name? wanted. So my son's name is Liam, okay. and my daughter's name is Emmy. Oh so wow! Liam and Emmy. What's that? What's that personality like? What's the ages and personality like? So my son, he's six. Um, he is. I would say I, I think he's very intelligent. I guess every parent thinks that, right? Yeah. But um, <clears throat> he's he's showing signs that he's really able to pick up on things. Mm-hmm. You know, really advanced. He loves engineering, Legos. Um, he's growing into his body. He's big for his age. Getting into t-ball, liking t-ball. That's great. Um, and just very emotionally aware. Yeah. Like, I'm like, man, I'm 30, about to be 34, and I feel like you're a little, you could be more advanced yeah, than me. Yeah, you know? so, yeah. True um, renaissance man. That's yeah, right. Yeah, so he's a gift. And then our daughter, she is just a delight. She's so sweet. Um, she just loves to be there. And how old loves, is she? She's three and a half. Okay. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Just, anything her brother does, she wants to do. And um, she's getting into dolls. And, oh, uh, yeah. She just get, had her ballet recital. Oh, cool. So, nice. Yeah. So wow, that's, that's I'm I'm a family man right now. That's you know? right, that's, that's right, time. man. Uh, so going back to Alabama, uh, what what town was it? How was the high school experience there mm-hmm. for you? I know you say you got into football, mm-hmm. and I actually we share a similar story. Um, uh, it was a coach that God used mm-hmm. in my early um, yeah. developmental years. That the reason why I became a coach and an educator. So okay. share a little bit about that in yeah. you know, in high school. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I my trajectory was as a one A school, so mm-hmm. I graduated with thirty three people public. Wow. Yeah. So you're talking very rural, very small, like nothing's there. Total opposite of Houston, Texas. Yes. Yeah. Total opposite <laughs> of seven eight million people. Five in the six metro. eight football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I graduated seven hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just completely different. Um, and he just he spoke identity to me though mm-hmm. at a time I needed it, you know, and he yeah. And all it took was for a male that loved you, cared for you, to look you in the eye and say, Jamie, I believe in you. That's right. Right. I believe that you can go and you can do this. Mm -hmm. It's going to take work. It's going to take effort. But if you put that in. That's right. You can get there. And that I would say that that few sentences was the fuel for the next two, three, four years Mm -hmm. in high school that like helped me believe in myself when a time when I didn't really believe in myself. That's right. Right. Mm So uh, that's one of the main things I want to do is speak identity to other right. people because I think that's even when we volunteer or, or we serve or, or give money to these organizations, that's right. we're saying with our time and with our money, we believe in you. That's right. right. Not just the people that work there and serve, but the people they serve. Mm-hmm. And we've had people weep and wow. just say something like a testimonial, like you don't understand by you being here is communicating to me that I'm not worthless. Man, right. Jamie, right. you hit on something. It, it, <clears throat> it, it provoked a thought in me how the word says that how precious is a word spoken in due season. Mm-hmm. And you just never know where that's going to go. And that three words, I believe in you, mm-hmm. can go so far. Uh, I mean, that's powerful, man. Yeah. So you go to football, you make the football team win. Yeah, I mean, I've... <laughs> Where I grew up, uh, I, I played varsity football in seventh grade. Okay. So wow. I played seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. So wow. you're like an eight-year letterman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the funny thing is. If there uh, was such a thing. Wow. Yeah. I actually, I started in baseball as a seventh grader on our varsity team. Okay. But football, you're on the team. I never actually started till I started half of the season my tenth grade year. Okay. 
which was very rare. I mean, I had a size 13, 14 shoe. I was growing into my body. And around that junior year, it finally clicked, mm -hmm. you know, and things athletically really transpired. And uh, I was a quarterback, so I pitched as well and yeah. had, had a great arm. And I was left-handed and grew into my body athleticism. And lo and behold, I committed to Purdue out of high school and then backed out Big last school. minute to go yeah. to Troy, which yeah. was a huge gift and changed my life. What, what led you to Troy? What was it about that? Um, honestly, I think just staying closer to home, mm -hmm. um, something within me, and I don't know if it was necessarily a good thing, <clears throat> but something within me just said going to 50, 55,000 people when mm -hmm. I graduated with 33 at that time in my life wasn't the best fit. Mm -hmm. And it, it proved to be true. And yeah. two guys on my team, when I go to Troy actually like led me to Christ, mm -hmm. which, you know, that's a huge component of my life is my faith that that forever changed the destiny and the heritage really of my whole life from here forward. That's so, awesome. Praise That's God. Awesome. That God uses even those little small decisions. That's awesome. That's awesome. That. Amen. Yeah. So Tony, oh, oh, by the way, we, we, we usually give our guest drinks. Uh -oh. It's been washed, Jamie. Awesome. It's been, you should <laughs> nice have your own. So you're good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sorry, we don't have food for you, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> <You're good. laughs> we'll get something else. Um, yeah. Tony, you take the next one. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. You know, we've been working with uh, with you for a while, and mm -hmm. um, you know, I've just started working with the company maybe even six or seven months ago. But um, I've noticed you guys have a long history of working with Core Group Resources. Would you like to comment a little bit on that? Yeah, I mean, I, we were joking before, but I do think if tenure were a thing, I'd probably be one of the more y'all experienced such rapid growth. And, yeah. and honestly, as a third party. It's been just beautiful to celebrate. You know, one of my favorite things is to rejoice in other people's successes. Mm -hmm. And so to see Matt and the team, you know, I think when I first started, there were seven. Wow. Right. Yeah. I think y'all are up to your high 80s. Yeah. So whatever multitude, yeah. you know, y'all just grew. Um, but I started back in 2018 mm -hmm. um, at the very end. And actually, Core Group was our very first customer. Really? If you want to call it a customer, I guess a yeah. service partner. Yeah. Um, and so y'all were the first people that we went on mission with in the in Houston outside of Gulf Winds, our founding company. Wow. So, nice. Wow. Yeah. How did that even come about? So uh, we were in an organization called C12. Okay. And C12 is... Shout out to C12. Yep. The, yep. Shout yep. out to them. They're an amazing organization. So if you're a business leader kind of mm -hmm. looking for... Uh, executive level uh, aid, yeah. you know, that could be from like MBA level curriculum and ideas uh, to discipleship and just mentorship. Mm -hmm. um, it's an amazing organization. Met Matt there. Matt okay. knew our founder, Todd Stewart, really well. Mm -hmm. And basically he was just like, Jamie, I love what you're doing. And he was you know, Matt, right? So he was mm -hmm. like, I really don't know if I fully understand what you're doing. Right. <laughs> that was probably our biggest starting out. That was our biggest issue was, yeah. uh, not knowing how to communicate this like founder's vision. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you have this concept, this idea that you know needs to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. But communicating that going from level 10 complexity to level one. That's right. That's yeah. what was hard. That's right. But Matt took a took a risk. He's like, hey, let's just try it. Let's that's try right. it. Right. That's you right. know, Matt, he's a trier, right. right? So oh, yeah. that was oh, yeah. that's how we started. So. Wow. Do you, do you remember what the, the first thing you worked on with? Yeah, so the first thing we first did was we went to an organization here in Houston mm -hmm. um, called Camp Hope. It's PTSD Foundation. Camp Hope. They do amazing, mm -hmm. uh, amazing work, so shout out to them. Mm -hmm. um, but we went and just served dinner, and we got to hear uh, some ex-military like military veterans mm -hmm. that struggle with PTSD. 
just testimonies of how God has redeemed them and mm-hmm. worked through their trauma and just position them in such a better spot mm-hmm. to launch back out to their family and into the world. Right. And uh, that was our first opportunity. And, you know, um, there's a lot of people here that have, have served uh, in various capacities. And mm-hmm. so it really hit home to a lot of them. That's good. Amen. That's I mean, good. I worked a lot with um, people who are, have been in the prison system before. Mm-hmm. And just to listen to hear those people's stories and how they come to be and all the circumstances that led them there and everything. It is, you know, cathartic sometimes That's to right. listen to those people and how those people explain what happened to them and everything in their situation. Yeah. That's and right. I, again, you, People have to take responsibility for their choices, Mm -hmm. right? There is responsibility. But if you will take the time and listen to a story, you can have a little bit more empathy of how they got to make those choices. Because usually there's a backstory from their childhood or there's something there that wasn't the best. Absolutely. So So, so in that Camp Hope, do you remember the next kind of maturation of core group and Hope Legacy? Yeah, I mean, the other big thing I remember, we did various other little opportunities mm-hmm. throughout the year. I know we packed shoe boxes, and we were starting small. Um, but then we did a Top Golf fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And I think it was for Camp Hope and Elijah Rising and sex trafficking. And I think they partnered, uh, Core Group partnered with Sunburst Truck Lines, our first two companies. They actually collaborated and raised around twenty five grand okay. um, to give to those those two organizations through that top goth night. Wow. And so it was kind of like a fun wow, way awesome. to inject, you know, that into your culture, but also impact your vendors and impact your customers and mm-hmm. uh, invite them into mission. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So it was a fun night. Yeah, That's great. So uh, mm-hmm. one of the questions, uh, you know, we're led by our core values mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not going to ask you to memorize them, but uh, Madison, if you could pull them up. So, so, so well, Jamie I've already can, done my research. I know. Oh, see? Oh, look. Unless look, you want to oh, go through oh, all six. Oh, but oh look at that. Goes. Look at <laughs> that. This is a man that's prepared, man. There he goes. I <laughs> love right, it. So, so before we do it, Tony, I got to bring you in. Walk and I, we usually have a friendly wager. Okay. Uh, a friendly wager on <laughs> what we feel our guests probably the number one. And I'm going to be honest, this is going to be, we, Jamie, we kind of, I'm almost saying take God centered out because right. we know. That was and and I mean. again, I said this on the last podcast, and let me be very clear. We're not taking God out of anything, <laughs> but for the sake of this podcast, <clears throat> we know Jamie's God centered. He's Christ he right. centered. So we, we're going to take that off. That was the odds on bet. Yeah, yeah, God-centered. but 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 we we all everybody's okay. gonna say because everybody we bring in, it's a God centered. Mm-hmm. So my Move that out the way of okay. the core values for okay. the sake of this podcast. Right. What would you say, Jamie's, uh, his number number two uh, core value that he's probably going to say resonates the most with it? Well, I think uh, just having some light conversations with Jamie before, he's always committed to coming up with the next step. How can we help more? What's the next thing we can do mm-hmm. to continue to uh, be a positive light in the community? Okay. And so I would think it might be commitment to growth. Ah, That's my mm-hmm. guess. Okay. You took that one from me. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Well, uh, I'm going to say just by being a family man, a man of faith, uh, he is results-oriented okay. because obviously the fruits in his life has produced those results. Right. So we're going to go <laughs> results-oriented. Okay. You're going to go committed to growth. That's right. 
But you know, if you lose, you you gotta you gotta pay me a dollar. Is a dollar bet? Or maybe maybe lunch. it's lunch. Maybe oh, lunch. I'll do lunch. I'll do lunch. Yeah. Drum roll. Let's Let's do what you got? It may not be any of them. What you got? Uh, so I would say, obviously, I resonate the most with God centered. So you're right. right. We are right. So we're gonna uh, approve of that one. The second one that I think really resonates with me is the service aspect. So what was that one? Sir, service above self. self. Service above self. Right. Now I'm going to kick myself <clears throat> about that one because that's what he <laughs> yeah. does. That was probably a better guess. That, that was a better guess. Yeah. That was a better guess. Service so, above self. Tell us about that one. Why does that resonate so much? You know, I think in my role, um, I'm a pure steward. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we financially grant money, that's not, I didn't make that money. That mm-hmm. is not my money. That's the the foundation's money. Um, our founder has you know, launched a successful business that raised that money. Um, so I'm purely a steward and mm-hmm. that's how I view myself um, is just, this is not my resources. And so that's why I am here to serve as a steward. That's great. And if people choose to give time with us, I'm purely a steward. That's their time, right? That's right. But they have chosen to, to give that away with us. And so I just want to steward that well and that's great. here to serve them. And, uh, yeah, I love to serve, and so that's why I love to do it. I'm, I'm going to kick myself in the head about that one. <laughs> this, that's what he does is service. It's service, yeah, that's right. My goodness. Wow. So, sometimes the most obvious questions don't get to you until afterwards. <laughs> that's you know? right. That's but right. I, I do. I mean, I think y'all have, what, seven, I think? If yeah. Right, well, we seven. added one. I think it's eight now. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. ones you have on your website, I mean, all of them are really good. I mean, yeah, I, I would technically give the check mark to all, to all of them. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right. all that y'all are saying is accurate. That's uh, right. That's so. great. Right. So, so I will um, <clears throat> ask a fun question. This is a fun portion of our thing, and I, I think this gives people kind of an insight to your personality. Yeah. Uh, if what's something you always wanted to do, Jamie, but you haven't had a chance to do it, or would like to do hmm. anything, if it could be anything, it could be anything. What would I want to go do? Um, you know, I, and I, I the first thing that pops into my brain, I mean, just to be perfectly honest, like mm-hmm. what I've always wanted to do is be a dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like I'm really living my dream. Um, so I would say it's like I love my kids. I right. love my life. And yeah, it, given my story, like that's that's what I always wanted. That's right. You know? mm-hmm. Um, above and beyond that, um, I think that I just love to learn, Yeah, you know, so I think reading and studying and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a, a little bit of a nerd at heart, even though I'm an athlete, like I love to study, mm-hmm. I love to learn. Somehow I, love to I can read. figure that out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> study. So, uh, I don't know how, what that would coordinate to, but I think just something that has to do with like empowering men to make a difference with their life. Okay. Um, there's a lot of stats that show some alarming things with just men in general absolutely and, and showing up and how that matters to society absolutely. Um, so i think i would i would love to try to do something there that, see that, he that didn't would, even mention exotic yeah. trips he didn't yeah. he didn't say a car <laughs> his he's committed to service above self even in this <laughs> even when i ask him a fun question right you know but that's the, that's the thing what they said that in the end that no one will remember how many how much money you had mm-hmm. come on how many cars you drove come on here how big your house was but you might be able to make the difference in the life of a child that's, that's right that's what they say that's right so so, the, so your dream would be just to impact as many men and as many as you can get your hands on however that looks or however that goes yeah i mean i think just letting people truly experience the love of Jesus mm-hmm. truly 
you know, like um, wholeheartedly. And that, mm-hmm. that includes laughter. That includes having fun. You know, right. that might be like I love to exercise. Yeah. Right. So maybe and one other thing I'd like to do is like an Iron Man. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm, I am human. I'm not saying I'm. So we know, got something. Iron yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, I mean, I love like that kind of stuff, but I, I would just love to do that with people. Yeah. Talking about things that really matter. That's right. right. Um, yeah. So my thing, my whole thing is I just want to like spend my life for something that matters. Right. I'm Which packed. everybody, every millennial wants to do that, I guess. That's right. But, right. That's but it's, right. it's true. And I want to give mine, I think they said the analogy was uh, your life is a match, mm-hmm. right? So if you light that match, you can either like let it burn out for yourself, which right. is mm-hmm. service right. above self, or you can toss it into the ever consuming fire of God that oh. will last for eternity. Beautiful. So like with your match, which is your life, what do you want to do? Right. You want to spend it on yourself and mm-hmm. let it fizzle out? Or do you want to toss it in? And right. for me, I just want to I, I want to toss it wholeheartedly in, you know. Toss yeah. it out there. That's right. That's right. Don't let don't, it burn. Don't be like Usher and let it burn <laughs> on the other way. <laughs> That's right. That's good. Yeah. So so uh um and, and you make you made another scripture. I mean, when I when I hear <clears> you speak of those answers, I don't think it's it sounds very genuine and authentic. And you can truly Right. See that its heart is for people, and, absolutely. And and I think you know Jesus gave the greatest commandment. Say the greatest commandments is two. Do two of these. Mm-hmm. Number one, love the Lord thy God with all the heart, mind, strength, soul. Mm-hmm. And he said the second one, love thy neighbor as yourself. That's right. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing that service above self, if you complete those, in it is the fullness of the law. Mm-hmm. That's it. So that's so so that's great, Jamie. Um, but I'm still going to come back around for a question. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, let, um, let's go. Let's just say the Iron Man. I, I, I love okay. exercise. So I, I do think if I could do anything, if I had the time, which I don't have it in this season of life, I yeah. just, I would love to train and I'm an athlete. I'm competitive. I want to win. Those right? juices are never cut off. You no. always got the competitive uh, juices. We always yeah. say where I grew up, uh, you can take the dog out of the hunt, but you can't take the hunt out of the dog. That's, That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> so I still got some hunt left in That's me. That's right. That's I like right. To, I like to go hunt. So, so if you got a shot at one of those Ironmans, like which one are you going to take on? You're going to take on the big ah, one, the big Hawaii Ironman? Like, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the one everyone talks about. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have to start. I mean, honestly, my legs are so shot. So it'd be like a one and done type oh, thing. I mean, I had yeah. like four. I had three season-ending injuries in football. Wow. So, like, Jeez. every year it was season-ending. Um, so, my legs are pretty shot. So, it'd be a one-and-done. I'd love to train and probably do, like, one full Ironman one time. One yeah. time. You know, which I wouldn't probably qualify for Hawaii, but I'd probably pick some destination that's beautiful. Yeah. Has good climate. And right. Now, this is getting it. good. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is getting good now, Jamie. Now, you went from we, – <laughs> now, we got an exotic Ironman event. Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. With a bunch of men around. Right. Mm-hmm. We, 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 core group will be there to record it, the podcast. That's right. That's Let's right. just recruit five or ten from core there group. There we go, I'm man. Saying that there we go. Happen. That can happen. We got a couple of athletes. And we can do it that's for right. charity. We can and, raise money for charity. That's right. Yeah. And, and listen, and with the owner mm. we have, Matt Furman, you know this guy. <laughs> you sent him a vi- He's a visionary. You can tell something. He might he's do gonna, it with us. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he might get that's his right. samurai sword. That's and right. Let's go. That's yeah. right, man. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. But uh, I, I didn't know you had three major. So you were. The doctors knew you very well in high yeah. school. Well, this was college. Oh, that was so, college. Okay. Yeah, this was my junior or sophomore, junior, senior year. Yeah. Oh, man, that I was mean, tough. How did you get through those devastating yeah. injuries, man? Because that's like you, you, that's your identity almost for a lot of people. Yeah. But you found your identity in Christ. But for many, <clears throat> being an athlete, once that's taken away, it's like, man, what do I do? What am yeah. I here for? Yeah. It's a lot of work that goes Yeah. So tell us about the psychological. Uh, we know there's physical healing, but how yeah. was the psychological part for you? 
Yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely say uh, it was it was sad to some degree, but given that season of life, and I had just come to faith and gotten discipled, and I was just on fire for God. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was like a small school Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. right? You got the starting quarterback that's really zealous about his faith, yeah. and I just really saw it as a platform. Yeah, and I got to see many of my teammates come to Christ through it. I got to witness to our our staff that was always working on me. I mean, like literally, the head person came back years later and said, "Jamie, that you don't understand what that did to my faith." Praise and this God. gentleman was fifty five. Praise God. Been serving for thirty five years. Amazing man. Wow. And, uh, so you just never know how God uses it. And so that was my lot. And the guy that backed me up was one of my best friends in college, mm-hmm. Levi. He got drafted. By the bills. Wow. Right. So I think there's always there was always this concept of like, man, I could maybe I could have played professional yeah. football, right? Yeah. Um, I probably had the skill set. I just I regret not working hard enough. Where yeah. I messed up in college was I went all in on ministry and mm-hmm. I had this dualistic mindset of like you either give all your time to ministry or all your time to football. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see the concept of twenty twenty one of like what if you're like really good? God gave you this skill. Right. Go be excellent at football. Right. And still go do something with your faith. Mm-hmm. But uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, and God God's still plan. used it. Right. That's right. Because so, all God's things plan. work together for the good. That's so right. So you know that Romans eight twenty eight. That's right. But that's a good that's a good <clears throat> message to those that are listening. Um, football, basketball, sports in general, whatever. It's what you do. It's not who we are. That's exactly. right. And it's finding that it's a delicate dance between mm-hmm. that. But once you get it and know it, that there's a purpose, mm-hmm. it changes your whole outlook. It but does. that's that's good. You testified about that. And uh, I think a lot of athletes who are faithful do struggle with that. Yeah. You know, if I go to this practice, am I neglecting God? Or am I? And uh, that that's great. You spoke about that. Thank you. That's, yeah. that's a lot. That's going to help a lot of people. Yeah. Well, we're at the portion, Tony, of Shots Out. Um, yeah. We're going to shout out, uh, actually, the... OTC Conference. That's right. 2023 That's Offshore right. Technology Conference. For those that don't know, a lot of big uh, heavy hitters in oil and gas, uh, maritime. So, you know, we have our people at Core Group out there all week. That's right. uh, I'm going tomorrow and uh, nice. just going to try to strike up some business development, get out there and see some clients and candidates and just kind of rub shoulders with those that are instrumental in uh, right. what we do so yeah shout out to them also want to shout out to uh financial peace university oh, uh, yeah. bob sutton we we're the first right. class that's actually going through this uh financial peace university and i'm telling you i followed uh, uh ramsey stuff a long time but haven't actually took the liberty to take the class and uh and madison's in in it on it too but it's tremendously uh helped me uh with just not only budgeting, looking at financials in a different way, and uh, ultimately on my road to financial peace. So shout out to Financial Peace, Bob, and thank you for what you do and helping us get that. Absolutely. Amen. You know, Absolutely. I've been hearing a lot of great things about financial peace. And yes. Thing. And once that program starts up, I'm going to be a part of that. There you because, go. Because I, I keep coming up with great ideas for us to go out and do fun lunches that's right. and stuff. And Madison's <laughs> like, ah, that doesn't sound like. Yeah, that doesn't Madison, sound like. that's right. And, you know, she's turned me around on it, too. I'm bringing my lunch together. I'm See? bringing my lunch on, on, on today and tomorrow. I'm, that's I'm right. Trying to do some of that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, you know, this is something that Bob uh, that got, uh, God laid something on Bob's heart about it. That's right. And uh, you know, we just took advantage of what he offered, and uh, he helped us with it. And now we're rocking and rolling, and still got a lot of work to do, Tony, uh-huh. yeah. uh, Jamie. I still got a lot of work to do. 
Um, but I'm getting there. It's, but you it, took the first step. I took the first step. That's, that's the hardest one. That's the hardest one. And so uh, it's been good. So shout out to that. Uh, back to um, Hope Legacy. This is what we want to, uh, a lot of people want to know. Um, talk about Hope Legacy, what that what that means <clears throat> to you, mm-hmm. uh, what that means to the world, what that means to core group, and how do you put that all together? Yeah. So as I said earlier, I mean, we're a small private foundation, but we do uh, two distinct things. The first thing is like a normal foundation. We grant out funding Mm -hmm. to nonprofits that are life doing life changing impact for the kingdom. Okay. So that's one aspect that we do is exercise stewardship there. Uh, The second thing is uh, the two things that nonprofits need are, you know, money and volunteers. So they need like capital and they need people. Which is the two right. hardest things to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Money uh-huh. and MP. good people. That's yeah. Right. Exactly. yeah. Um, and so the second thing we do is we just try to deploy companies to pour back into their community. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, obviously companies can give some financially as well. But we just want people, we call it, I mean, ultimately to go on the bus route of Christ. Mm-hmm. We want them to go see God's heart for the poor. Amen. And go see God's heart for the orphan and the widow and the Mm. outcast and the hurting, you know, Mm. in various capacities. That's right. And we believe that when that happens, a heart can be pricked Mm. or honestly, your whole story can shift. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you go to every nonprofit in Houston, it started with one person making one choice, one small choice, like kids meals that serves 8,000 kids a day, Mm. food, one lady, from her kitchen was slapping peanut butter on two pieces of bread and giving that's it to right. kids that she saw didn't have anything to eat. That's mm-hmm. right. Right. That's the, every nonprofit usually starts with that person. Amen. That's yeah. right. So if a person goes and they may get an idea to do their own thing, but that's our heartbeat is that we just want to deploy the two things that they need mm-hmm. is, is people and money. And we believe if we can do that and we can catalyze mm-hmm. what God is doing in Houston, um, we do believe that one of the biggest opportunities is the workplace. That's right. That's and right. so that's why we want to be. That's be awesome. There. Why'd you choose hope? Hope legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, uh, I would say almost like it chose me, you know, I, mm-hmm. I was working on the for-profit side okay. um, with Gulf winds international so okay. logistics company that it was birthed from. And a gentleman I deeply respect, you know, really love the man is, is Todd Stewart. He's our chairman. Mm-hmm. And um, I really didn't have the resume to do this role. You know, usually it's a financial background or, um, yeah, mostly financial, to be honest. And mm-hmm. that just wasn't, I mean, I have a mathematics degree, but I was 27, 28. Yeah. And he just entrusted me to build this. Wow. Right. And must have saw something in me. And I'll forever be grateful you yeah. know, for him to give me that opportunity to build something at that That's age. Right. And, uh, yeah, so I think it, it almost like it chose me. Mm-hmm. And then I got to just kind of spread my wings that I didn't even know I had, wow. really. Yeah. And just grow and try to love and serve. And, you know, now we're up to serving 15 companies and granting out to probably 40 or 50 nonprofits. So Amazing. it keeps me really busy. Amazing. But it's, it's, it's such a blessing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's truly a blessing when you're able to do something, not only that you want to do, but you feel like you're called to do. That's Seems like right. that's something you've been called to do your whole life. Yeah. And then that being able to uh, manifest itself and the Lord being able to manifest that that's for right. you and everything. And you be able to see it, recognize it, and then get ahead of it and get into it. Oh, that's just a true blessing. Mm-hmm. Well, I would even say in, in one minute, I, what got me to Houston is I went into college ministry full time, okay. raised my support, came out and worked at Sam Houston State. 
Um, for various reasons, we, we transitioned out of full-time ministry, mm-hmm. and I went to work at Todd's company. The whole goal of that ministry was they had researched from Forbes, mm-hmm. and Houston was the number one city in America where college graduates were flowing from the university back into the city. Mm. So our concept was, man, we reached the campus, we reached the city. There you go. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, little did I know, and then I, you know, I, when I left that, I kind of gave up that dream. But I, that was my dream was like, I want to impact Houston. Right. Right? Well, then turn around full stop now. That was 2015 when I d- left there. Now it's 2023. And it's more than I could ever think, hope, or imagine. Now God's put, positioned me in a different role to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So to your point, it's like, I, I think that calling was always there. Yeah. God just wanted to say, hey, just not there here. Right. Right. Yeah. right? right. And so I feel really blessed to just play a part and be, you know, God's ambassador the best yeah. I can. And yeah. that was good, Jamie, that you wasn't resistant to that move. Because oftentimes we try to put God in our box. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, and like, no, I don't think you're calling me to do that. I think I want to do this. Yeah. But he's got his putting it working everything out in our favor but you were open to that change and and like you said it it allowed you to be serving where you're at and the capacity you're serving in yeah. so credit to you and and to be honest i started at the lowest position at gulf winds mm. wow you know? yeah um, i started at the very entry level position that's right um and just tried to be faithful yeah and you know uh to be honest, I thought it, it, when I first started, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I had to like show up every day. Um, I was already married and I wanted to provide for my wife. And mm-hmm. um, I saw that there was opportunity to scale and grow. And um, lo and behold, I would have never thought I'd be here. But, Amazing. That's yeah. great. Now, we know you're mm-hmm. an agent for change. We know Hope Legacy, what they do. And you've explained that kind of in a nutshell. Uh, what are some of the challenges, Jamie? I mean, you, you hit on it earlier, money and people mm-hmm. being the... But what have you experienced has been probably uh, an Achilles heel, so to speak, or something that you're constantly having to adjust, align, assess? What are some of those things in in your sector? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the biggest thing in service is letting go of serving yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we show up in volunteerism and think it's about us, you know. Um, I need this to make me feel better, mm-hmm. right? Um, we're not coming with service above self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're coming with self above service because I, I ultimately want the kickback oh, to feel good. good or do something or get some praise or whatever. Now you better testify. Say that again. <laughs> that's good. Right? Pride um, and ego and self-serving. That's, yeah. That's right. And so, I, you know, the, the hardest thing for me, I mean, you can probably see it in the emails I send to you guys and all the companies is, you know, in Mark 10, Jesus said, you know, I didn't come to be served, mm-hmm. right. but to serve mm-hmm. and to lay my life down as a ransom for many. And so I just think that that's our call is um, it's not always the greatest thing. Like mm-hmm. even if we have these unbelievable skills that a nonprofit can utilize, mm-hmm. I think we should all go serve on the soup kitchen line. Right. That's right. Period. That's right. right. Because I think that does something to your virtue, your soul. That's right. right? So that you can connect with another human. That's right. On their level and communicate this identity that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I believe in you. Hey, I want you to know your love today. Right. That's right. That might change that whole person's life. That's right. And yeah, you might be the CEO of this big Fortune 500 company and you could help out in so many different ways, but you can't outsource compassion. That's oh, right. man. Right? You can't outsource being human. That's right. And so that would be some of the biggest things I would say is That's like great. just getting people there. 
That's continually, right. you know, and, and I get it. I mean, we, we all, I think we utilize our, our businesses is, are good and they should rightfully so need some, I won't call it kickback, but I mean, there is a beauty of like, when you run a program like this, people want to be a part of that. That's right. 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 But, that's right. and I think you can make a business, just a pure business case. That's not what we want to do. We want to make a spiritual mm-hmm. case first. Right. But the business case is good too. That's right. God would be pro business. So absolutely. Um, yeah. We, we think it's great that it helps businesses right. out, you know, no margin, no mission. Let's right. make some margin. Let's yeah. go do some mission and that's right. go do it after it. Because yeah. as the word says, the, the, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know we're in the age of AI, but AI can't take away service. That's no. right. I don't care what you say. Yeah, you heard. I mean, you're going to need people in these uh, places. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah, that's great. we, talk, we, we uh, kind of had a small we conversation. We did. Tony, that's that. right. Yeah, when we were sitting at the, at the food bank. That's we right. Volunteering. You know, we used to sit shoulder to shoulder with, with people from a lot of different companies, large mm-hmm. companies, small companies. And just be able to have that companionship between these different people, and and it, at some point you've worked in, walked in and say, okay, well, here's my people over there, and there's their people over there when you right. first walk in. But you know, when we get together and we started actually, you know, working and, and 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 putting things together for people and everything, like all of that company type of stuff melted away. It was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You really got to know like some of these people. This it was right a beautiful thing, and that was That's a right. fantastic thing. That's right. That's bringing right. back to the humanity of everything. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because at the end of the day, the common denominator between you, I, Jamie, that's and right. everybody in here is we're here to help people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. That's it. There's no ego. There's no pride in that. Right. It seemed like when you walk in the door, Houston Food Bank, uh, Hope Lake, anything, everything goes out the window. It's like that's I'm right. here for one thing and one thing only, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and that's to help somebody. Yeah. Yep. So so that's, that's great. That's great. Yeah. I'll let you take the next one, Tony. Uh, well, you know, you talk about a lot about your faith, you know, with, uh, you know, it kind of puts me in the mind of um, Isaiah 6, I believe it's 8. He says, um, um, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, who should I send and who shall go for us? Mm-hmm. And I said, here am I, send me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, right. So when, when, it, when it comes to that, uh, how, how does that, how does that speak to you? How does that speak to you? Yeah, I, I would say yes and amen to that verse. That's and right. I would just say, like, if if we really, like, when we understand Christ, I do think, like, that's every Christian, you know? There's no uh, uh, Green Beret Christians. We're all on the same level. Amen. There's no, like, fathers and little kids. It's that's right. It's one dad, all kids. That's it. Right. right. Um, and so I would just say, I do think God wants to send us all. And I think we all have various gifts that we get sent into to do. And that's for us to figure out and let God teach us that and let the community around us affirm us in that. But when we figure that out in various capacities, we all need to go. That's now, right. I do think concentrically Acts 1-8 says Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So mm-hmm. probably should start with our home. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we can't outsource. No one, I, everyone, everyone else can go volunteer at the food bank. No one else can be Liam and Emmy's dad. That's right, right. So I have to show up there, or Megan's, my, Megan Hampton's That's husband. Right. right. That's so I right. have to show up there. But when I fill that role and I have extra capacity that God's given me, then I can go out and move into Houston. Right. Well, if I can meet that need, that can go global. That's you good. Know? So That's it's just good. making sure that you don't, you know neglect the uh, a primary calling for mm-hmm. a secondary one but once you fulfill that and you have extra capacity or right. you figure that out by all means let's go and let's 
That's great. Here I am, yeah. send me. That's yeah. right. Yes and amen. <clears throat> yeah. That was beautiful. That's mm-hmm. right. So so talk about um, work-life balance mm-hmm. and um, how does that look in, in the Hampton home? And, yeah. Um, you know, it's important that you, you seem like your wife is in full support of what you do. Mm-hmm. How do you balance it, having two kids, a wife, and yeah. doing what you have to do in the expectations? Well, the funny thing is, is my wife is about to graduate in May. She's been in Congrats. grad school for three years. Oh, man. Know? So with all that we have going yeah. on, yeah. Um, kudos to her. She's amazing. And what is she getting a uh, graduate in? So she's graduating from Houston Christian okay. University, and she's getting her degree in Christian counseling. So okay. she's going to aid with kind of the mental health crisis. Um, she's going to go oh, we get need deployed that. into that. Yeah. We need that. So she's going to, she's Absolutely. wonderful. Um, I would say work-life balance to be perfectly transparent. Uh, I'm pretty regimented, you mm-hmm. know, like especially Monday through Friday. I mean, it's get up at five, read for 30 minutes, work mm-hmm. out for 45 minutes or an hour, shower, hit the road, work from work. I come home. I'm with the kids fully there trying to cut off work. I mean, I'm not really, I want to be the hardest working 45 to 50 hour person, you know, uh-huh. that's right. That's, that's the way I view it. One that's of my right. favorite pastors said that Tim Keller. Yeah. And that's how I try to show up at work and I give it my all, but when I'm home, I'm giving it my all. Right. And, that's right. Uh, I don't want to pun on them. Yeah. So I'm trying my best. I mean, obviously we're no one's perfect and mm-hmm. I definitely fail, you know, in service at home or, you know, vice versa, but I'm trying and I, I think I'm getting better. Absolutely. And, uh, and then on the weekend, I try to coach my T-balls or my son's T-ball team and okay. go to ballet recitals for my, yeah. my daughter or whatever. And we have her parents live here. So we go Saturday night dinner. That's mm. like a habitual thing with her yeah. family and church on Sunday. That's right. Um, and then it's kind of get ready, play with maybe a friend yeah. for the kids on yeah. Sunday afternoon yeah. and then do it again. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. You that's know, right. That's my life. That's and, a good life. That's yeah. sweet. Yeah. And, and there, there's a few breakfasts that mixed up in there with men. You know, mm-hmm. um, I have like mission men's group at my church. We meet on Thursday morning. And I think for men specifically, the stats, like you have like 1.1 friends maybe mm-hmm. right. or something, or maybe it's 0.7, whatever the stat That's is. Right. Right. So I think it's vital in this season of life, even when it's busy, to stay connected, mm-hmm. you know, right. um, women with women, men with men, and, you know, couples to couples or whatever. But That's right. we need outlets for connection. Absolutely. And that's vital. That's right. And so I do try to maintain that as well. Man, so. he said re- re- regimented. That was like pretty much regimented. Yeah. He's five in the morning, boom, and it's uh-huh. on. Yeah. yeah. That's and then right. the kids go down, you're cleaning, doing laundry, doing dishes. You yeah. look up, it's 830, 840. Mm-hmm. Talk to your wife for 30 minutes, and then you're to bed. Yeah, you that's right. Again, that's you know, right. But you're being spent for a worthy cause, and it's really a short season. Yeah, right? it is. I mean, my kids are six and four almost, and before I know it, they'll be they won't want daddy. Right. So I want to give them as much as I can while I can. That's right. Yeah, I can right. speak to that. I got two daughters in college, and they, <laughs> they, they, they don't come to me till they want money. <laughs> so <laughs> they used to come to, and I tell them all the time. I used to sit in my lap, and just hug, and just and like ah. Yep. <laughs> and then when they're teenagers, they don't want you in the room. So, so yep. enjoy it, Jamie, right. right now because yeah. it goes fast. But I like to speak on the men's group. I think uh, I think a lot of women, they naturally gravitate to each other when mm-hmm. they're going through things. And, yeah. and, and they have their, you know, inner groups and support. But as men, speak on that. I think as men, uh, right. Tony, um, 
we need to have some outlets and men's groups and mm-hmm. and I think we were at the uh, at the uh, men's retreat. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. That Did was some, that? that was some yeah, really good year. things out of that and <clears throat> and uh, what I grew from that. There's strength in numbers and when when you talk about uh, things that you're going through as a man, sometimes we internalize it, we keep mm-hmm. it in. Speak to that a little bit and how you're able to do that in your own life, where you're at in ministry. And especially with with us and all that we have on our plate, it's, yeah. it's sometimes we try to juggle it, but man, it's tough. That's yeah. right. Well, I think a lot of it we've brought it up three times now is yeah. our identity in Christ. That's right. And so, if we know we're fully loved and fully approved by the Father because of Jesus, mm-hmm. then I can, in transparency, be vulnerable and know that ultimately the true audience of one that matters, I'm loved. That's right. So I can risk, right? And so I would just say is the more confirmation we get in our identity, the more willingness we can lean in to be vulnerable, right. you know, and mm-hmm. show up and maybe lead the group to say, hey, here's a struggle of mine or, hey, here I'm struggling in this area. Hey, here's what's going on in my marriage. Like if we don't do that, I, I do think, you know, evil wants us to stay siloed, mm-hmm. right. right? I mean, he wants you to stay inward on yourself that's right um and there's no unity in the body and if we're not utilizing that unity we do get picked off a lot easier so i do think from all those angles the the men's group or women's group or Mm -hmm. couples groups whatever it is that you are is enriching your life that's right for community i just think god is three in one Mm -hmm. and he said let us plural make man in our plural image so i think that there's this communal aspect of us being created that we have to live into that's right and if we don't we feel it yeah that's right so uh let me ask you something uh with all the work that you've been doing uh if you got an opportunity to take it anywhere else where would you take it oh yeah good one oh yeah i saw that question um you know to be perfectly transparent um just in today's world i i would want i want like the government. I want like senators. I want, I mean, presidents. I want like the, the law, like everybody. I want them to go serve. Mm-hmm. Right. I want them to go on the soup kitchen line. I want right. them to look at somebody and eat a meal with somebody that's going through hardship. Right. And so as they've passed all these things that impact so many people, mm-hmm. they can at least know someone mm-hmm. going that's through right. that. And, and I think that'd be a, that would shift a change oh, tremendously yeah. if they stayed at that line and served. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's, I mean, I say that for, I, I guess I would say people in power, mm-hmm. well, that could be a CEO, that could be, you know, government officials, mm-hmm. that could be anyone I'm that's talking right. about, right? I think that's we right. all should cross over and understand each other, Yeah, mm-hmm. right. you know, the best we can. And I think you're right. Uh, if, uh, anybody of, of, of any kind of political <clears throat> affiliation or anybody in, in, mm-hmm. in charge, like you get to a point where, where, like you're saying, you're siloed. You're 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 standing in front of a camera. You say whatever's written on a on a page. Mm-hmm. You talk to somebody in a back office, and you come out and you you say something, but you don't really feel the impact of that. Mm-hmm. And for people to be able to uh, have an opportunity and have the had the responsibility of being able to say what they said to somebody right. in their face that's right. or to walk what they're talking about in front of people, you know, that's a completely different thing. That's yeah. right. 
There's difference in research and experience. Right. Right. Yeah. Experience is pretty amazing if you yeah. will walk in it. Right. That's great. That's good. I like that. Bringing hope, legacy, the people of power. Uh, or or in, or as the world terms it as power. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So I've got another question for you. So, you know, I talked about my kids are 20 and 19, mm-hmm. uh, 18. She'll be 19 so, this November, uh, both in college. And then I have a 14-year-old son. 13, he'll be 14 uh, this Friday, May the 5th. Cinco de Mayo, too. <laughs> Shout out to Noah. Uh, happy birthday. Uh, so there's always things in my head like, I've I given them this, and the Bible talks about train up a child in the way they should go. Mm-hmm. And when they get old, they should not depart from it. I do believe in that. Um, but if there was three pieces of advice, mm-hmm. you fast forward and, and, and you know, you throw that bow arrow out there. What would mm-hmm. you, what was that advice be for them? I know, you, you know, they're young now, but what yeah. would that be? What would that look like, sound like? Well, I have an app called Evernote. I don't know if you know what that is. Oh, yeah, I use know. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's great. <clears throat> and I have a, a notebook for my kids, mm-hmm. and I write cool. pretty regularly to yeah. them. So one day when they get old, I'll give it to them, mm-hmm. you know. And it's maybe a little poem or, mm-hmm. you know, just a desire you have for them yeah. or a prayer for them or write them for their birthday. That's right. right. Um, but I thought one night for hours about this question. Like, man, what would I, what do I want to tell them? That's great. Like if I could go one, one thing. I, I know you said three, but I, one night I spent two or three hours literally by myself. Like, what would be the one thing that I could tell them? Mm-hmm. So if I was on my deathbed, what would I tell them? And uh, I, I worked for three hours, and I wrote down the sentence, and then I looked at it, and then it dawned on me that it was, like, almost identical to what Jesus had said. Wow. Love the Lord your God. You quoted it earlier. Wow. And to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. And that's the whole thing. That's it. And uh, – and so I would say that would be the biggest thing I would give them is right. that because that embodies like love seeks the good of the object loved. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So if you truly love and I, I read a book because the reason I wrote it was there's a book by Harvard. They did research on men mm-hmm. um, from like the 30s all the way through like their great grandkids for like mm-hmm. 80 years of study. Mm-hmm. It was all about human happiness. Yeah. Secular. Right. And the conclusion of it was is love is everything full stop. Period. Mm. People wow. that were happy loved well. Yeah. Look at that. You know, and uh, I had studied deeply St. Augustine from like the 300s, mm-hmm. and I love his thing. He says, We all love. It's not a question of if you do, and it's learning to aim it rightly. Mm. Right. Addictions is like, un, like improperly aimed love. That's right. good. They just love alcohol. Right. right. They love. Highness, you know, whatever you want to call it, right? They they start loving, they loved wrong, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And so I would just want to teach my kids. That's one of my biggest things is how to love right, right, right. Love God, love other people. That's Um, right. Yeah, that's awesome. And and we, I mean, I I quoted that scripture not knowing it will circle back to you. That's why you looked at me like, man, he hit something. Yeah. So we know God is that, that that was that was awesome, and you made me think about some things. I write down stuff all the time, but. That's a good idea. To and I and I have uh, like about twenty three or twenty four resolutions that I hold to myself. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if I do it for myself, I'd want my kids to do it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I mean not perfectly, but like um, it's twenty four things of how I want to show up in the world. Wow! And I you know, one that. day I want to give that to them. So that'd kind of be like secondary. There's a lot of little secondary things that mm-hmm. flow from that primary, but yeah. that would be the main one. Yeah. That's that's great. I got goosebumps when you were saying that because. You envision things for them, and uh, when you write that down, you let your heart speak, and it's from God. 
they're gonna they're gonna get it. They're yeah. gonna get it, and yeah. uh, that's awesome, man. So you really that that was a good question. Then you it pondered. It made me think when I when I when I told you that I looked at that question myself, and I was like, what if if I had to narrow it down to three things? What would those three things be? Yeah. And that one statement covered it all. Yeah, that was yeah. beautiful. That was you know that's a really it was a really good question, I, and I really do appreciate your answer because it's uh, you're right. It is it does come down to love. That's right. You know when I was uh, when I when I first got out of college, I started working. Uh, for halfway house was where I got my experience working with federal inmates and whatnot mm-hmm. and being able to hear their stories and whatnot. So um, uh, I think that was a, one of the most rewarding experiences and it really did shape my view mm-hmm. of how I wanted to spend my, my working uh, career. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, what would you, th- what would you think is the most important lessons you've learned from, from all of your service? From all my service, uh, I think the importance to me is connection. Wow. Connection. Connection. Yeah. Truly connecting. Yeah. You know, which to me, it's kind of like the same thing as saying love, you know? Yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, we would say this with kids. How do you spell love to kids? Mm T-I-M-E. Yeah. F-O-C-U-S. That's right. Right. That's right undetermined not looking at your phone like i want your eyes i want your attention i want your focus in a distracted world that's how you say love now really so right i would say that's what matters to me you know is i want to connect i Mm -hmm. want to hear your story Mm -hmm. that's great you know i want to i want to know about you that's great yeah you know and i want i want to pray for you and here's our one moment we may meet again we may not but Mm -hmm. let's share and, and indwell this time together Come on. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, we had our portion, Jamie, where uh, we usually say a Bible verse, but I'm going to kind of pass it. I'm going to give you the assist. And okay. You're going to shoot it like Curry. <laughs> uh, uh, what would be your favorite Bible verse that um, that you, you know, you know, this is one of my top five? Yeah. Um, I would say probably my favorite part of Scripture that just I, I can read every year and get like as you age, it gets richer mm-hmm. and um that would be the sermon on the mount so it's okay. like matthew 5 through 7 mm. right jesus's grand sermon right. okay so that's that would be pretty easy uh the other thing that really wrecked my world was mm-hmm. philippians 3 mm-hmm. um where it just talks about like everything he says paul had it all in the in the jewish side that's right, that's right. and he said i count it all as rubbish mm-hmm. dung mm-hmm. poop literally yeah um compared yeah. To the surpassing worth of knowing Christ, yeah. and I would just say like that was the second verse I ever memorized as a Christian, and it still hits pretty hard home. That's you right. Know, that was always my. I mean, everything is as nothing. That's right. Compared to Jesus, you know. That's and right. And I would say that that's still true for me. I, I just love Jesus, you know, and I want to make much of Him. I want to do it in a way that's loving. I want to mm-hmm. do it in a way that is hopefully winsome. It's not overbearing. It's very. Um, I think we can be very generous very compassionate that's right and not force anything I, I just think it's when i think he is so good he will draw you i, I don't i don't have to take up for him yeah you know yeah, like he's right. so good yeah, I, I don't have to like right. pitch you to want him that's you know? right yeah. that's right um, man if you deal with him that's right man i tell you tony i think uh, we jamie's got so much this has been a really powerful 
podcast. Yeah, uh, I, we great. can talk to Jamie all all <laughs> night, all day long. He just he just gravitates, grabs you in, man. But uh-huh. we're at that we're at the, we're at the end of it, and um, this has been Jamie. I just want to give you your flowers early and tell you continue to do the work that God has called you uh, to do. Uh, I see great things. Um, you know, I want to uh, keep you, you and your family lifted in prayer. Thank you. Because you're on the front line. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time out with us. Amen. Oh, you bet. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, thank you, guys. Uh, as you can tell, you got to tune into this one. Thank you for tuning in to Core, Core Compass Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the learning more about our guest, Jamie, uh, and the valuable insights he shared on here. Uh, remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube for more great episodes like this. And don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Core Group Resources to stay up to date on all our latest news, episodes, and sneak peeks. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Peace. Peace.